Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, a show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is pop culture time as we are putting a capper, a lid, on all of our Game of Thrones coverage as we will be talking about and spoiling. Spoiler alerts going forward for everything that has ever been Game of Thrones as we talk about the final episode, Season 8, Episode 6. Uh, the Iron Throne is the title of the final episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, we got a full house, packed house here today. Um, basically, anyone who's ever come on this podcast ever to talk Game of Thrones, except for Bill, is here. Because, unfortunately, B- Bill wanted to be on, but he's, he's working. He can't make Tuesdays. That's just how it's been. That's why we haven't on all season. Um, Mike Leapock's here. How's it going, Mike? Yeah, it's going well. Thanks for having me back for no this problem. last and final episode. Final episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, Rob Callflesh, how's it going? Going all right. Happy to be here. All right. Uh, Kevin Miller is here. How's it going, Kevin? Clever tagline. Yeah. And finally, uh, Kyle Brown is here. How's it going, KB? Witty remark. Witty remark. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. And here we go. Once again, spoiler alert on the Iron Throne. Final episode of Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm going to go first. Um... The internet is shredding this episode, as as I predicted they would. And, uh, well, as most people predicted they would. It's like, not that that was going out on any kind of fucking limb or anything like that. Yeah, um, that's such a yeah. brave prediction. You know <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, I believe right. internet nerds. Yeah, one It'll of those things angry. that has to be said, but was, you know, clearly, clearly, I, I you know, I was not wrong in saying it. But I demand the Snyder cut. Yeah, but <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. Um, everybody is shitting on this episode, but I thought it was actually pretty good. And I thought it was extremely bold of them. I thought it was extremely brave of them. And I thought it was extremely smart of them to end the episode. Uh, the second, uh, Danny or Drogon grabbed Danny and flew off with her and then just left it uh, for all of our imaginations to figure out what happened afterwards. <laughs> I thought that was so brilliant. You guys, come on. That was so awesome. It was a yeah. trim 36 minutes. Exactly. It was so good. Like, come on. That was so excellent. Like it was ridiculous. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not like they just went off and did some other bullshit for 40 minutes. Right. Wait, what's that? Ah! Yeah, yeah, they didn't want to do Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones. They didn't want to be like Lord of the Rings. All so, right, all right, so we've got a full set here. Um, we're, we're gonna try to not get um, be talking over everybody <laughs> the entire time. It's gonna, but it's gonna be tough. We if you want me to log off, I'll leave. I mean, no, we have a very strict. Um, no comic book guy policy on this podcast. When we come on and we discuss movies, TV, whatever it happens to be. Um, we, we attempt to come on here, and if we don't like something, we attempt to do more than just scream, worst episode ever. Uh, I mean, we found good well, points from Jessica Jones, yeah, so... Yeah. So we, we found good we, points from Batman versus Superman. Yeah, we try, we try to present both things, but for one podcast only, boys, the fucking gloves are off, okay? This was a <laughs> fucking horrible ending! Oh my god, that final 40 minutes was trash! That was pure trash. Like, honestly, in, in my head, the second, uh, like, the first half was, was actually pretty good. They had that cool shot where they, like, framed it where Danny gets off Drogon and then she's walking through the thing and he, like, spreads his wings and it looks like she's the one with, with like, evil dragon wings and that was such a fucking beautifully framed shot. And then the scene with John and Tyrion in the, th- in the uh, 
in the thing arguing about her with the prisoner or whatever arguing about her was great and then the john and her thing was great and drogon burning the chair it was like fucking finally someone did something about that ugly fucking chair and but then the the, the rest of it was so fucking bad let's start well, with you lee Puck. all right yeah so i basically agree with you up to that point of a lot of the episode like it started off pretty okay mm-hmm. And then it did this weird thing that they're like, hey, you know what we should do? Have a twist at the end, which is right. Game of Thrones should have a twist. But all of their neat twists, like, you know, R plus L equals J, and uh, Ed bidding, even Ned being executed, and the Red Wedding, and all these kind of things, there's lead up to it. There's a logical progression like that you see. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. I mean, the only reason why Ned getting executed, that was such a big twist, is because we thought he was invincible. But it turns out, no, that's not that kind of show. You, then you get the twist of, hey, how about we get that cripple guy and make him king? And everyone's just like, okay. And you're like, what? <laughs> but why? And there's no, there's zero lead up to it. There was no reason to it. In it fact, was just all the like, lead up to it would seem to me the opposite. <laughs> like, it's because just like, of, go that because way. Because of the stories. The stories. Yeah, but his story fucking sucks. <laughs> Oh, this fucking guy! He got dragged north of the wall. What wall? You know, you know the the north wall. And it's like, where the fuck is that? (laughs) Then he became a bird, and then he can fly. Man, our king can fly? No, not really. (laughs) And it's like, all right, well, what can he do? Well, he stares at people uncomfortably and judges them, and then says things very cryptically. Oh, so it's completely useless? Completely useless. (laughs) Yeah, like that scene. That, like, council meeting scene or whatever where they're trying to figure it is, I, I, like, uh, hands down, I think, the worst writing in the history of the show. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, the Dorn oh. stuff in season in season five was... As soon as someone from Dorn shows up, it all goes to shit. Was quite but I did, I did enjoy Edmure yeah. standing up and about to, like, give his claim for the throne. And was Sansa that what he was trying to do? Like, was yeah! He was, up to that. he was like, I've been in like, two I'm a war wars. veteran, and I control a good place, and Sansa's like, please, just sit down. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck? And, and, like, I'll I, tell you I this, though. Like, I didn't like everyone just laughing at Sam's idea of democracy. For that to be the last Sam thing that's done in the yeah. series is like, come on. Actually, well, actually, if you think about it, the two Sam things that they did were the two biggest was one was a, a, a flat out like finger to the fans where they were like, maybe we should let the people decide what happens. And they were like, ah, ah that's so fucking stupid. We've got brilliant <laughs> ideas. We're going to make Bran the king. And, like, and the other one was him going, oh, there's a book here. It's the Song of Ice and Fire. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Say no more, say no more, all right? Like, was like, yeah, I, what I didn't the like that. What the fuck is happening? Oh, my God, that was terrible. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. All I wanted for that song on Ice and Fire scene was for Tyrion to be like, oh, I finished it, but where's the rest? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, yeah. it won't be finished for several years. At least that would have been halfway clever, right? Like, mm-hmm. But holy fuck, that entire scene. I will say the one thing that was awesome about that, um, uh, about that, uh, the council scene was uh, there was the the rather tall, svelte-looking dude in the nice uh, blue outfit. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then the internet pointed out to me that that was Robin Aaron, and I was just like, oh, good for him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh good for him. Like, okay, cool. just, it oh, grew up because of the breast milk. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> that yeah, that is, the real, that, that is yeah. the real message behind this whole show, is yeah. if 
you need breast milk to grow up big and strong, just like Torment. Yeah, sexy Robin Aaron. I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> no, I was wondering when uh, Kylo Ren showed up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, it was so hilarious because they're sitting there trying to decide who the king is. And they're like, you know, we've got Jon Snow under lock and key, even though he is, like, you know, the best guy. We know his st- – like, and, and Tyrion's big thing is, Bran knows all the stories. I'm like, well, everybody sitting in this room knows Jon Snow's story. They know he's the rightful, like, heir to the throne. And the only reason they're not going along with it is because fucking Grey Worm is the guy who's like, no. Right? And I'm like, this fucking twerp is the guy who, it, like, puts his foot down on the guy who the fucking show is about not becoming the king like god that was so and i and i understood why but it didn't make sense for the story like you could easily you could easily just not have it be the case that he controls the largest force that's still around in the world well he left like half an hour later yeah like they could have just i mean they completely bamboozled him because there is no night's watch Mm -hmm. and they're like yeah he's gonna go live up north and he could have been like john just come back in like a week (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna make up some bullshit about making a cripple king (laughs) he'll never see it he just makes like sound effects walk 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 door close (laughs) (laughs) yes he's gone yeah and he goes oh it's so cold up here (laughs) burr yeah not even the sound effects he just says it out that way (laughs) and it was so yeah it was just so bad that entire scene was fucking cheese dick like, oh my god, was that bad. And, like, apparently there was a water bottle in that scene, I was too. just did about to say, that? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I saw that, and I immediately went back and looked. I'm like, holy shit, there it is. Yeah. There, there, but there was good on bottle. the people that caught it, because that one was there for a split second. That one was far less obvious than the than the Starbucks coffee mug, yeah. than the pumpkin spice latte that was present <laughs> at, the, at the We Beat the fucking Night Walkers. It's uh, a party. symptom. It shows how friggin' slapped together this season was. It, it's, it, everybody was phoning it in. Everybody top to bottom. And that's the thing. I, I oh probably mentioned it top to bottom on this. Like I probably mentioned it every episode on this podcast. I, I want this out there. Every single person involved in this process is to blame for this this sloppy ass eight season. I'm talking top to fucking bottom. I'm talking the people. I'm talking the people at HBO who provide the budgets for this. I'm talking the actors and actresses. I'm talking the fucking boom mic operator who has to hold up the thing. Uh, and, like the only people who I won't give uh, uh, who, who I won't give any beef to are the people who built the sets for this fucking season because they were fantastic, and the people who did the makeup on stuff like the fucking. Uh, uh, the mountains, like Zombie Mountain, who apparently had to get up at fucking four o'clock, and or like he had he had to get up at midnight to sit in a chair for eight hours of prosthetics to start shooting at like fucking eight in the morning. It's fucked up. Uh, oh, so that sounds know, awful. Oh, it's that terrible. So good on the people involved in, in in that sort of a thing. But like I I'm I'm not a fan of all of the blame getting heaped on Benny Hoffman Weiss and the writers of this season. They should get some of the blame, but I'm not. I'm not happy with them getting all of the blame that they are currently getting, because like I guarantee you, like all of the HBO people who were involved, who were like, whatever, we we don't want to extend contracts, we don't want to do this, we don't want to do this, wrap this up, and then it's like, well, we need 30 episodes, and you're only giving us 13, and it's like, all right, I guess we'll just do this pat rush patch job of 13 episodes, and then I guarantee you, every fucking actor on the set, like like Lena Headley was making a million dollars an episode to stand in a fucking tower with a goblet of wine just looking mean which you know good on you if you can get that but is literally the dream 
Yeah, it's literally a dream. <laughs> but like, I don't want everybody like like I guarantee you, everybody else involved was like, God, I'm so sick of doing Game of Thrones. I don't want to stand in fucking Iceland at four o'clock in the goddamn morning when it's fucking cold outside. I want to just move on with my life. And, you know and and getting the all these people in at the same like all of these these guys in at the same time because you think like being Game of Thrones, but like after eight years, you'd want to get the fuck out of there, right? But man, I I just don't like that the writers are getting it. But anyway, rant over. Go ahead, Mike. No, well. I was going to say that, like, I read that they were offered 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. HBO wanted to give them all the money in the world, and D&D were the ones who slapped this together. The yeah. reason it's rushed is, is actually 100% square on them. Yeah, they would... left because they want to go do Star Wars. They were, like, they were given all the episodes they wanted. They could have kept doing this forever, and they said, no, we want to go play Star Wars. We want to go see a Star Wars, so we're going to just run this fucking show into this ground. Star Wars ruins fucking everything. That's that, that is the lesson as always. Um, Last Jedi was better. Um, yeah, god damn it. Um, let's talk about some of the good stuff in it before we really start to break out the scalpels and slice this episode apart. Uh, I, I will say that there are some things that I did like about the uh, conclave scene, mm-hmm. um, and it's mostly just the inclusion of. Uh, people who have risen far beyond their station to be there. Yeah. Uh, I'd like Sir Davos basically all the way through. He never did anything to disappoint me, mm-hmm. uh, largely by virtue of not doing a lot. But, I mean, <laughs> to have him be there at the end and basically being the one to broker peace between these lords who are arguing immediately and then to, you know, be like, I don't know that I get a vote, but I... <laughs> and for <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that was nominate good. him for a hand of the king, like... Mm-hmm. That was good, and I like that, you know, we see the small council later, and, you know, Podrick and Brienne are both Kingsguard now. Like, that's really mm-hmm. cool. That, yeah, that, like, the people in that scene being where they were was fine, but it was the shit they were talking about, that was, uh, other than other than Bran, though. Like, ser- like, I, like, think about this. Just Ned Stark, Rob Stark... Oberyn Martell. Who else are we? Met? Who like who are the other like fantastic characters? Cat Stark, I guess. Just like like just the fan favorites. <laughs> yeah, just the litany of all these fan favorites. Early Tyrion. <laughs> Early Tyrion. Just like well, t- not even Tyrion. I'm just like all the characters who died so that oh, Bran so. could fucking Barristan Selmy. Barristan Selmy. Oh just, yeah. So Bran could sit there stabbed and Cal Drogo. do nothing. Cal Drogo is another one. It's just so Bran Jorah very recently yes. could sit there and with that smug look on his face and be like, "Oh, I've been waiting for this. Why do you think?" That's I'm the whole here? reason I came here. Yeah. Smug grin. Yeah, when two episodes ago he was like, uh, you know, he's like, you know, you could help us, and he goes, "I don't want anything anymore." And I, fuck you. Like, you know what? If they had to talk you. him, if, if they had to, t- I mean, I'm jumping ahead here, but if they had to talk him into it, Bran might have been my pull for MVP. But <laughs> for him they to pull didn't. that move at the last line, like, come the hell on! Like he said straight up, like, I'm not, I can't be the Lord of anything. I'm not the Lord of Winterfell. I'm yeah. not the Lord of anything. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm gonna be king, bitches! I always knew I'd yeah. be the king. <laughs> he doesn't want anything because he already knows what he's got or what he will have. So he's just patiently waiting. Yeah. And, and like they said, like Tyrion, it, 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 what there, there could be an argument. He's the true villain because he yeah. knows what's going to happen. He's letting all of this happen. Exactly. Or, I, I he, or he's saying what he needs to, to make sure people get into place and for it to happen. Used to intervene though. But like, there's also yeah. the thing where they're like, they're like, Hey, so you know, all this stuff, uh-huh. And you can control animals. Uh-huh. Well, why didn't you do this, 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 and this, or 
I don't know, fucking demonstrate any of these fucking abilities that you have. And, you know, we like, <laughs> like Adam Bolesky was on the podcast last week basically bagging on the fact that, like, like well, we were all kind of bagging on the fact, but, like, they, they introduce all of these fucking, like, plot things like Bran has superpowers and Arya has face stealing superpowers and they never use any of it and I made yeah. fun of Rob last week for I think it was Rob I made fun of somebody last week for being like oh Arya's gonna do some face thing and it's like no no she's not quit clutching at straws right like, <laughs> I've been saying that one for weeks Mike oh, may have said it on my you were <laughs> waiting for it because it's something they've left by the wayside but they're no they're not paying someone else they're paying they're paying Maisie Williams yeah. <laughs> but they don't even have to do it long so bad. K, uh, so I'm with you. I would have liked it, but that that's not what this show is anymore. <laughs> KB, go ahead. Anything you want to say? I liked how Davos has always been the voice of reason throughout the entire entire show, where he's he comes to the conclusion of like he's like that the car dealer that's just like okay, listen, you market here, you're gonna ask for this. I'm gonna t- I I want to get this. We'll meet in the middle. Let's get it done. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, there's land over here. You take that land. We'll do this. It's fine. Whatever. People die. You can and appreciate that that early on, and this is like from the first episode that he's on, that his past life as a smuggler and, and someone who's been sort of jumped up from like, you know, petty criminal to uh, a knight, uh, he's, he's learned a hard-won practicality that he brings to every scene that he's in. Where he's like, no, don't do evil shit, but also don't do dumb shit. Like, you know, be reasonable. You can be reasonable sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and it's just the whole, the whole him, the whole Grey Worm thing. Like, oh, we don't want land. I'm like, well, then just leave. <laughs> yeah. Just get out of here. Just get the fuck <laughs> like, out of here. Like, your queen died, and now you guys and like, are just kind of hanging around. The Dothraki, yeah, why... their queen died, and they're just gone. It was yeah. pretty funny how they were like, "Oh, well, you can uh, go form your own house and and father <laughs> lots of children." Ooh, yeah, it's funny with the Unsullied. And, like the Unsullied just listen to this fucking guy. Oh, I mean, I guess it's kind of in their character that like, just just that army's like, "All right, we obey our leader. Whoever owns us, kind of." It's like, it's like whoever owns us tells us what to do. It's like you guys are free, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're free. We just you know whoever oh, totally, owns us totally. tells, tells us what to do, and and we do it. I was actually waiting for Grey Worm to uh, stab uh, Tyrion when he opened his mouth and yes. all of that. Fuck, man. It I was, uh, oh god, speaking of the, uh, the Unsullied being unable to father children, do you notice how Sansa just put Bran on blast immediately? Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. that might have been the highlight of the entire episode. or like, <laughs> that, that might have been the highlight of the shitty, uh, uh, like... I think I like I just I think that this I think this episode was a was a good thirty minutes and then a shitty forty minutes was 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 this episode in the back. It was half a good the, episode followed by a bad episode. The, the back half of the forty <laughs> shitty minutes, yeah, the highlight was easily Sansa just being like, he cannot sire children <laughs> and stuff like this, putting everybody on. Block. Don't ask me how I know this, but yeah. he can't fuck. Yeah, it was just like this man cannot be king. He cannot fuck. <laughs> they were all just like, good. <laughs> it's like, and then what? and then they're like, yeah, and then they're like, okay we'll have a rotating a rotating kinship kingship then i'm like how is that gonna make anything better yeah yeah then you're just gonna have people like conniving and fighting and you're just gonna as soon as brand's dead everyone's gonna be like i should be king and then you're just gonna have another war immediately yeah they all voted unanimously this time but that's not gonna happen next time hashtag not my king 
unless they're constantly going to vote because presumably Bran will, you know, train another three-eyed raven and all that stuff, and they just keep voting in the three-eyed raven, in which case now the three-eyed raven just runs everything. That's nepotism, yeah. sir. Oh. <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were worse than we were before. <laughs> right? But with Bran being the villain of the show, it works. Yeah. I, I was just... Uh, I figured they were going to completely dismantle that, that sort of meeting that everything's going to go shit again. Like, they could write a sequel series to this that's made entirely out of whole cloth yeah. that takes place ten years later where, you know, someone assassinates Bran and, and now we have to wonder about, you know, who did it? Are they doing it so they can make a play at the throne? This vote is split. What does this mean? Oh, God, we're going to war again. Really, but Bran just got some... bored with it all and he assassinated himself by yeah. working into a crow with a knife? Yeah, <laughs> just exactly. a smug ass crow, just be like, hmm, yes, I planned it all. Have you ever yeah. seen that? No, no it wouldn't be that cool. No, knife? you're giving him too much guy. credit. You're giving him too much credit. It wouldn't be that cool. He'd be like, I'm just gonna, uh, hey, Tyrion, yeah, bye. And then he would just warg into like a fish and just swim away and never come back. Warg's <laughs> <laughs> into a butterfly. Oh, 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 I'm a beautiful No one ever suspects the butterfly. Dies of starvation. He's like, actually, no, what would, what's, what the most likely thing that happened is that, you know, I mean, clearly he doesn't give a fuck about anyone but himself. So he eventually finds Drogon, manages to warg into him, and he's like, this is fucking awesome. And he just stays. <laughs> Yeah. Now this, oh, this is, is flying. Yeah, this is pod racing. Yeah. yeah, he comes back and burns his own body. I will never return. <laughs> <laughs> I just like picture him as Stan's dad in the Inception parody episode, where he's just like, "Oh, I'm a beautiful butterfly." <laughs> and Tyrion's like, "Bran, we need to run the kingdom. Butterflies do not concern themselves with such matters." Tyrion, I'm off to find some butterfly poon. Oh, <laughs> it's just like, God damn, fuck Bran, fuck him in the ear. God, he sucks. Um, uh, we talked about a good scene. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, it was pretty intense. <laughs> it, it was it was pretty intense when Daenerys was giving the Heil Hitler speech to her army, where yeah. she was going to take over the entirety of Westeros, black and red too. Like in yeah. case you couldn't figure it out, because like the yeah. DB and Weiss, like, we're all fucking idiots. Um. God damn it, man. Um, still on the nose how she's like, we liberated King's Landing. It's like, everyone's dead. Now we're yeah. going to liberate everyone else, starting with Winterfell. And you're like, wait, what? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so liberate equals murder. Yeah. Gotcha. That that beginning, like, that really, it really should have been a season of Daenerys turning evil, right? Like, I thought that the scene with her and, and um, Jon Snow, I thought that was a good scene. Yep. Slightly unearned because of the rush job on on her heel turn. Because honestly, it should have been like a season ish of of Daenerys. But at least it, really well. it doesn't even have to be a full season yeah. of it. Like it could have been with this. It could have been a couple of episodes. Even uh, yeah, just something right. Like because like re it really was like two hours ago she did something bad <laughs> and they're like and now yeah. we have to kill her for it but it was like it, really good it feels it, like strangely paced because like this is a short season i mean yeah. long episode lengths notwithstanding mm -hmm. but yeah, it, for, it, for, and, and i mean as much of game of thrones is sitting around and talking like they really could have benefited from two more episodes mm -hmm. and, and, and a lot yeah, of two, sitting two, around and talking a third of it was a third of the episodes were just battles oh yeah for sure so, really, there were only four episodes where you had talking. Like, well, okay, so I think the, um, something I, I read online, and I totally agree with, the most important scene of sitting around and talking that they cut was um, Bran's and Tyrion's conversation. 
Because yeah. clearly it was in there where he made the decision that this guy should be king. Mm. Yeah. Something he said did it. I but guess. we have no idea what it was, and we had no idea that there was anything meaningful going on. He could have just been like, do you know what crow dick tastes like? Like, who knows what you're fucking <laughs> talking about? Like, it, it's just, it, that is the scene that would make this last episode make a lot more sense. Yeah, and yeah. now he's just a smug twerp in a fucking chair who Tyrion's like, this guy should be king, and they're all like, oh, okay. Yeah, so this is Tyrion deciding a different person should be king every, like, twice this episode, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the new Iron Throne is a wheelchair. Yeah, fuck. But, like, but like the John Danny, that scene is great. Like, Danny walks up, she gets to look at the Iron Throne and touch it and tells the story of, like, uh, of Viserion telling about it. And it goes back to the first episode when, like, Viserion and her are in the thing and he's, like, presenting her to Cal Drogo and you, and you think back to Danny's entire fucking... Like uh, just her entire story is is her leading up to the to this uh, chair and everything that she's done for for the entire eight season run was leading to this moment was to see this fucking chair she's about to sit in it and then the guy she loves like the, like one of the like two guys she truly loved like I think it was like her and fucking Cal Drogo you, or John Stone with Cal Drogo you can honestly <laughs> her say her and Cal Drogo yeah you yeah, have been too yeah. much <laughs> but like like no John and John and Cal Drogo are the two guys that she truly loved during this orde- ordeal everybody else was just kind of like window dressing up until up, you know mm-hmm. as, as it goes certainly wasn't uh, Jorah and uh, she gets there and, and she's like we're gonna do this we're gonna have this life and I've been working for this my whole my whole life and that the like one of the two dudes ever she's trusted fucking shanks her right in the stomach. And it's like that's a moment. Like that's 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 a yeah. that's a moment. That's poetic. That was that well, was really for me, well done. Like, it, it gave me chills when the scene opens, and it takes for like two minutes to even get to the throne. Completely yes, silent. That was glorious. And and, it, and uh, like the scene is like you know the broken great hall mm-hmm. uh, with the snow coming in, and it completely mirrors like the well, prophecy that she got from the ash, warlocks right? back in season two. Yes. And the fact that she never sits down. Yes. Yeah. She Beautiful. touches. She touches the the throne and then she walks away from it and it's like don't she just like sit down like a little she's about bit to sit just, down that she notices John yeah yeah just, just oh, one that. cheek just get one cheek on it. you've earned a cheek <laughs> you've earned a cheek come on like this is crazy like it, it was it was it, like and just like. It, it was a moment, and then Drogon came down. A lot of people were like, "Oh, a lot of people on the net were like, oh, why didn't you know Drogon kill uh, fucking John and stuff?'" And I'm like, "Well, you're missing the point, obviously. If that's your whole fucking thing. Plus, he's a Targaryen, so they're like, like sort of quote unquote related, um, you know." It, but and then he just burned the fucking chair, which made sense. Now, what I thought should have happened was uh, like, I, like him burning the chair was a little too quote unquote on the nose. Um, for me, but I was still care with it because I was just like somebody just destroy this fucking ugly chair. You guys know I've been calling uh, basically for three seasons for I hope the Night King wins and then he freezes that stupid fucking chair and breaks it. But like a dragon melting it was pretty cool. I just thought it would have been a little bit better if uh, I, I heard someone suggest that I like this idea. It would have been cooler if uh, and slightly less uh, hokey um, than uh, the, than Drogon just burning the chair if uh, when he grabbed Daenerys to fly away. Uh, when he like you know you know goes to flap his dragon wings to get away, he knocks the fucking chair out of <laughs> like out of King's Landing and sends it and sends it flying and breaks it like that works and it's a little less hokey than him just being like ah burn the chair 
but like battery goes he, he, he picks up danny way. with one hand and he picks up the chair with the other and then <laughs> ice is flying you see him just drop the chair <laughs> yeah. well he does the well, like he does the like johnny depp knocking over the fruit bowl thing and from uh <laughs> from the oh god what was the the warwick davis show right? he, he just looks at john and he just thunk <laughs> and he just turns it over and well i was away. wondering if they would like completely subvert that sort of uh prophecy like i, I was i didn't know obviously how that scene was going to go until john walked in the room and then i had a pretty good idea mm-hmm. um but uh when she walks in and it's snowing um and you know like it's coming in like it's the prophecy snowing, sort of had i'm like oh before she walked in i'm like oh she's gonna get in there and it's just not gonna be snow like we thought it was in the prophecy it's gonna be ash because she burned everything yeah exactly <laughs> and that's what it was it was ash um yeah that, that was really good and shout outs to the shot that they had before uh john, when john's walking up to the thing and yeah. then, and then Drogon was like covered in the ash, and he like just like is a pile yeah. of rubble. Yeah, and, yeah. And have he you ever seen uh, like a, a husky take a nap in the snow, like yeah. when it's snowing, and then he wakes up, and it's just like just takes you know you know shakes everything off. Yeah, that was a little bit more intimidating than that. Yeah, I'm just saying. That, that was that was a super awesome shot. Uh, it, it, yeah. was, it was really good. I liked it. The the entire scene of them walk of like the Northerners and Tyrion walking through. The, the damage that they had caused and just like the ash was falling and they got like these like holy fuck this is you know eight seasons and this is what we did right like fuck's sake and then just walking through all that stuff was was so well done it was so well done and that's why as far as i'm concerned like i joked earlier in the episode when drogon grabs danny and then flies off into the sky and then it fades to black for that like two marshmallows worth of of black <laughs> That's when the show ended for me, as, as far as Matt Pierce is concerned, and and I don't know that that that's it because the back half is is was just hokey, hokey uh-huh. garbage. Some of it was good, like I guess like he got to pet Ghost finally, so that I guess the the internet stopped fucking bitching about that from the episode. Well, that's not I was good. There's gonna be another fight after that mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, well we did the thing where like Cersei died and she died in a pile of rubble. I'm like, okay, so there's gonna be a lot of questions. Like, yeah. did she die? Did she escape? Like, what's the situation here? I, I Is Daenerys actually queen? And then they showed like, okay, we confirmed the kill. She's like, you know, yeah. smashed under this rubble much less than, you know, as much as her contract probably allowed her to be smashed under it. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not short Martell rubble. losing her eyes, you know. Yeah. It but uh, and then like yeah. when when you know John kills Daenerys and Drogon flies away with the body and I'm like okay so they're gonna know where Daenerys is now like are they gonna take his word for it yeah <laughs> well that's the thing is that he he probably could have just left yeah nobody saw yeah. and nobody saw him he could have been like like they could have been like where's Daenerys and he's he could have been like flew off with Drogon victory lap I think man she'll be back, she'll be back. She'll be back. she told me to hold exactly. it down she told me to hold it down technically I'm a Targaryen Vera sent out a bunch of notes that'll confirm it I'm a Targaryen I'm your king now uh but yeah she's just out for victory lap when she comes back it'll all be good it'll all be yeah. good you know well, and like and then in the next scene they're just like John's apparently been in the fucking in the brig for like months or some shit because well, you of have to assume that when he he did the dumb fucking Ned Stark thing and just went to him and he's like True. yes yeah. I yeah, killed her and yeah. I'm never going to lie because I'm Mine. honorable you just yeah. stabbed a woman in the stomach while yeah. she was while you were making out with her yeah. uh 
I called that too. Like when I was watching that scene, my wife was sitting there watching with me, who knows nothing of Game of Thrones, doesn't care for it at all. Too many animals getting killed for her liking. And then you know, Jon Snow does the thing where like, you'll always be my queen. And then I literally make the make the noise and I go shink. And then, yeah, and yeah, then I did the know, same thing. And I was like, there it is, called it. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty obvious. I was like, was and gunshot. It was like had to be done, had to be done. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, you, just you, like you guys kind of. You guys kind of brought up already, so with uh, when John was going to see Tyrion and there were the guards and all of that, John had to give up his weapon. When he went to see Daenerys, there were no guards. She was completely defenseless. Why was no one there? <laughs> yeah. So well, why she, well, didn't anybody see? <laughs> yeah, I get, although if I'm Daenerys, and again, we went through this whole poetic thing, I'd be like, uh, like uh, I don't want anybody in this room when I'm taking in this chair. because I, I, I need a moment I with my wanna, throne. I might want to well, get nude and just rub myself I mean, she's got literally the most yeah. powerful creature on the planet as a gatekeeper mm-hmm. so she but, probably feels pretty but drogon was taking a nap outside yeah yeah, yeah we, but he noticed we saw he noticed john, john approach the red keep it didn't look like anyone was there yeah. <laughs> sure but then he went back to taking a nap <laughs> yeah to go eat the next guy who comes along <laughs> fair enough <laughs> but i i did find before we go away from it all completely i did find it amusing with uh, drogon um with some of the internet memes and all of that, where it's like, Drogon shows up. It's like, all right, John didn't do this. There's something pointy sticking out of Daenerys. That chair is pointy. I gotta kill the chair. <laughs> yeah, a lot of memes with that. A lot of, yeah. Some of those were good. Oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> knife, bad knife chair, kill mummy. Yeah. <laughs> See all the algebra floating in front of Drogon's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Connect those dots. God. Um... I cannot stress what I am about to say enough that I am absolutely 100% not here for any of the people on the internet who were hoping that Brienne of Tarth was pregnant with Jamie Lannister's baby. I cannot what? tell. I can I was that not is- there. I didn't even that, know that was a thing. That was what everybody wanted. There were so many people who were like, "Oh, Brienne should be pregnant with Jamie's baby and then that should be something that she writes in his stupid fucking book of accomplishments where she she like writes all this stuff and i'm like well uh, well you know like if we're gonna tell the story tell it true uh the good deeds and the ill yes he saved you from a bear one time but he also strangled his cousin crippled a child uh raped his sister that one time uh yeah over his son's grave over yeah over the the recently deceased body of his of his poison son incest son (laughs) incest son that was was still warm like just my god in heaven like like the ill deeds along with the like if you cheer for Jamie Lannister you are a You've weak been paying attention <laughs> you are a weak individual i'm sorry you are a weak individual i get it it's good writing that they make you kind of sympathize with this guy but ultimately if you don't see this guy as a fucking monster you're just so weak of will. Yeah, that's all I and, that, and that's why I think that I'm cheering for the people who did get what they deserved for the better um, yeah. of of like the like B string characters like Brienne and Pod and Sam. Yes, and what not like Sam as as Grand Maester with fucking two chains on. His yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, and it's funny though, like Bri- like when Brienne was sitting there writing the book, I was just like thinking, "Who would have thought it?" Figures <laughs> the entire time, right? I'm like, "Fuck me, God <laughs> damn it, man!" Oh, like it's just awful, just awful. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, also I'll throw it out there because we haven't talked about her at all, but kind of a disappointing end for Arya. Well, I was, I was here, I, I was there for. I that. was okay with that. I end. was there for, and, and since she's a pirate now, I think we have to refer to her as Arya from now on. She's, so she's <laughs> right. I'm glad I'm not the only one that imagines her going off and being a pirate, yeah, not just going to explorers. Like, no, she's no, a pirate now. No, she's a pirate now. She's Arya Stark. You know what? As far as things like come out of nowhere, you know what I could use in that last scene with Arya. If she's just on the prow of the ship with yeah. Yara Greyjoy, and they just start making out. <laughs> uh, I, well, here's the thing about Yara Greyjoy. I was upset nobody clowned her in that little meeting after her little, like, she's like, I pledged my blade to Daenerys Targaryen, and I will do that. I was, I, I wanted Sansa to lean forward and be like, well, we all know that if we chest you, you're just going to get your ship and run back to the fucking Iron Islands anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did that three episodes ago. Up. Welcome yeah. to the party, pal. Like, yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, that's what I wanted Sansa well, th- to say. That actually, that actually explains then why... Uh, so after Sansa's like, yeah, we're not being a part of the Seven Kingdoms. You can go down to Six. Yeah, he's um, Six Kingdoms. So yeah, after that, it's just like, so then with the Iron Islands, they're well, like, wait, we... I- can we just do that? Problem, <laughs> yeah, 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 what yeah, did we just, is it too late to change my vote? Well, and also Dorne, who, like, you know, always had their own princes. Yeah. yeah. I can totally imagine that Dorne prince, though, being like, uh, can we get our independence, too? And Bran just being like, no, what have you earned, you useless fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah same with Yara. I just wish I, I just wish Sansa had a called out Yara after saying, like, I pledge my sword to you. Just get in your boat. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, well, I was, that's why I was half expecting, like, okay, make Bran king, I guess. But, like, make Sansa the, like, the hand of the king. Or something, yeah. Although I did, I, I like... As awful as that, uh, the, the back 40 minutes was, I did enjoy Sansa's little thing where they put her in the cool dress and then put the crown on her head and then she got to walk through the... Uh, it was a nice dress, yeah. The thing of Winterfell, that was stylish as fuck. And she got to walk through the thing of Winterfell and everybody was bowing to her and then they all yelled, the Queen of the North! And I'm like, that's... Wow. Although I did think, I I'm like, man, these poor Northmen, they're just pledging like, their yeah. alliance to a different king or queen every like four episodes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is how it is now. Here's our <laughs> king of the North, our king died. Oh, he's back to life. Here's our king of the North! And then yeah. he's... Yeah. Uh, Rob, no, John, no, Daenerys, no, Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> now Sansa. this one, Sansa. That's her yeah. deal. She has red hair. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, and there's always like the uh, like the scene of like Varys being like, I've served seven kings. I'm like, yeah, so is every like six year old in the north. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. You know what? You know what? I really wish we had seen, and if there was like a little bit, you know, extra time, I want to see Sansa fucking execute Glover. Yeah, that should have happened. Because he backed out of every single fight, every single time that he was sworn to protect them. He was always like, nah, B, I'm good. Yeah, and especially (laughs) after Lady Mormont, may she rest in peace, uh, called him out at the end of the one thing where she was like, you know, the Glovers, you refused the call. And then he stood up and she's like, she speaks harshly and truthfully. And it will forever be a shame on my house. And I certainly won't abandon you, Net. One, maybe two more times, tops. <laughs> after that, the Glovers will be here for you guys for the rest of yeah. time. Just give me two or three more chances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like going back to the IT crowd, it's yeah. like, I think I need another chance. How about this 
I don't get one more chance. This was a chance, and I get one more chance, and then that's my last chance. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's Arrested Development. I may have committed some light treason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, that's Sansa's first order, right? Like, she, she they, they, as the second they finish chanting the Queen in the North, the Queen in the North, she's just like, all right, all right. Uh, go get me the Glovers, please. I got to have a just, a just a conversation, small, small conversation. It's not going to be much. Get the ropes ready. <laughs> right? like, <laughs> get the hounds. Hey, we yeah. still have hounds, right? <laughs> oh my God in heaven! Um, <laughs> Grey Worm leading the Unsullied to Noth. <laughs> like none of the Unsullied were like, "Well, why are we going there, Grey Worm?" <laughs> Shut up and get on the boat. <laughs> Anything? Any reason we have there? Oh, you're all oh, the girl that you, I guess. <laughs> rubbed fronts with rubbed yeah they bumped uglies with for realsies like never never has the phrase yeah. rubbing uglies applied more than in this particular just kind of scissored oh my god man. fuck that guy fuck Fuck there was man. some scissoring there was some leakage i'm calling it a win because it, it, isn't Robbins, there dry isn't humping. there po- isn't there poison butterflies there dude no it's cool it, it, it's cool like Jesus, like, and what's what's the fucking point? Are they? Well, here we are. If they were gonna, place we can be. If they like, what what's their plan? They're just gonna hang out and eventually die. He's not gonna go like. Well, he's gonna go liberate it. Oh, he's gonna murder everyone. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. He's he's going there to murder people. What 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 do they what do they know? They know how to murder people, and he's yeah. like, hey, you know what people I can murder the. People who are somewhat sidewise related, who were a dick to my girlfriend, like way back when. So yeah, let's go kill a thousand people. Oh God in heaven, that was not great. They, yeah, destroy the world that failed her. Honestly, this entire season reminds me of the like just like if I could sum up Game of Thrones in in, in just one little Simpsons clip, it would easily be the like. The Chinese gymnast who basically turned in a perfect performance, but then dismounted on a broken ankle, right? Like that—that's that's basically Game of Thrones. Like it was so fucking perfect. Even it's like season seven, a little sloppy, but like, like ninety percent good shit in in yeah. in that. Like other than bad plan, other than just the general thoughts of what bad plan was supposed to be and accomplish, it was it was pretty. It, it was mostly good stuff, but like. Yeah, season eight, man. And now I, I would have to go back and remember exactly where the break happened. I think it was season end of season five, um, but it was like okay, once like we ran out of book material, hmm. it just became wacky. <laughs> well, it was just well, I've been but season it six still had a lot of good stuff, and it mm. had a fantastic ending. Yeah. Yeah, season six six was still quite strong. I can't tell them apart anymore, man, and I haven't rewatched it all. But so, uh, like, uh, haven't rewatched it all. The like seven when there's an explosion and ten minutes of glorious music. Yeah, like the yeah the, the when Daenerys or Daenerys seriously blew up the fucking Sept of Baylor. Sept of Baylor. That, yeah, that might be the best scene in the history of the fucking show. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I was I was thinking about it where it's just like. And that's how the show ended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, one. Seriously, one. Uh, so the the best thing that I've seen, and I, I'm sure you've all seen it. It's been all over the internet, but it's of that the drawing of the horse, where you see this sketch of uh, of a horse from back to front, and it starts off like beautifully detailed, and yeah, you know yeah. colored and everything. Seasons one to two, and then like the middle of the horse is still you know very detailed, but a little bit off, and that's four to five, and then six is like it's starting to get off, and then season seven and eight is just like a toddler drawing this real quickly, just like horse face, smiley face, and the rest of the leg. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you can tell they spent like, you know, the total of eight seconds on the last like two seasons. And that's what it yeah. feels like to me. It's like, you've got this drawing of a horse and they just got to it real, real fucking quickly at the end. Yeah. I'd be curious though. I mean, we're going to eventually, hopefully, fingers crossed, get two more books out of George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like there's a lot of stuff that since the beginning of season six that I've been angry about. Yeah. To the point where it's like the the reason I watch this show anymore at all is so that I can do these podcasts because the Game of Thrones are honestly my favorite. We get that like this is the Super Bowl of the crossover podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 up there for except for when we actually cover the Super Bowl on the crossover podcast. <laughs> well, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> Miller, have you uh, have you did you read George R. R. Martin's uh, blog post? I've heard rumors, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've so not, in his, I in his last him. I don't believe him. In, yeah, in his last got it done blog already. Post. No, no, no. He said that he's not done. Like that the, the whole thing was like mm. a lot of people had theories that the book was done or that it was basically like that he was actually ready to go and he was just Clutch waiting at them for straws, the baby. Clutch at them yeah. straws. And exactly. you know, that would be that it's a perfectly reasonable theory since it's been a fucking decade since yeah. he finished the last one. And <laughs> but yeah, the blog post is like, you know, this is all the stuff I'm doing. And he goes on a full long paragraph. It's like I'm producing five shows and he plugs them all. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, oh my god, this project this. going <laughs> and I got this project going. And then he I'm says, Also, I'm writing yeah. and I'm gonna write these books, but you know, I'll get to it when I get to it, kind of thing. And it's just no, like that, that's never gonna fucking happen. That's, yeah. that's, that's College Humor had a great sketch about it. It was called like the New Works of George R. R. Martin or something. It it it, it gives you everything you need to know. It, it was a fucking brilliant sketch by those guys. <laughs> when they're basically t- they're like pleading with George R. R. Martin to rewrite the books, and he's like, "Here, I'll give you all this stuff." And he's like, "Here's a chain of grocery stores by George R. R. Martin." And stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, I saw that. that. It's it's such a brilliant true. sketch, right? He's like, he's, he's, "All right, oh, like... you want the Winds of Winter? Yeah. So here, here's Winds of Winter, my my uh, my uh, album that is me playing on the flute. Yeah, exactly. Right. A hundred percent original songs. Brilliant, brilliant work by those guys. But it's like. I've been so burnt out on these last couple seasons because, like, stuff that I don't think should have happened should have happened immediately, and I have big problems with it because of what I've been taught to expect from the books and from the series up to that point. And, I mean, maybe this is me grasping at straws, but I'm okay with this show being over. I'm happy it's over, frankly. Um, And I am looking forward to reading those two books and hopefully having a better ending as a result. Well, that is a great segue into what we have and and we over the course of this podcast since we since we started doing this mid-season five we we backtracked it for the first four seasons and then we have put a great deal of work into a great deal of thought and we didn't take it lightly when we would name an mvp of the season um and gentlemen it falls on us to now name an MVP for season eight. Uh, Matt, would you mind giving us a rundown of what we've got? Yeah, I was literally wanting to abstain from this. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's it's off the top of my dome piece, but season one, and and we use our, our, we we kind of have had a different criteria for who the MVP is for, for our, for who we name for the seasons. And ours has kind of just been like, the, the criteria we've always used is, 
the character that was just because Game of Thrones, uh, as it, it's a very dense show. It's the the first like six seasons are incredibly excellent. The first six seasons are a plus plus. Season seven's like a B plus, and then season eight will fucking will put a capper on that D minus. Ah, uh, but like, uh, <laughs> like we'll, we'll uh, no, it's like a C minus because like the, congratulations, you, gotta, you pass. Yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> the, the, like it's a C minus. It, I think I think as a season, it's almost impossible to grade because yeah. you have stuff like like I fucking loved the not the last episode, but the previous episode yeah. and like the attack on the wall and there's such great things but there's such garbage things mm-hmm. it's like where do you average out when you've got like exactly. you know of the let's say eight or nine hours of show you've got you know three hours of brilliance yes. you've got you know that's why five it's hours of okay yeah. and Four then hours of garbage yeah it, it, it has to be a c minus because like basically any storytelling they did in season eight was complete and utter trash but those battle scenes man like like the fact that that type of thing is on fucking television and not in the movies it it still has it still warrants credit but yeah season eight's a c minus um so yeah we've always been like kind of based it on whenever somebody's on screen for an entire season and they tend to get a bulk of the screen time for whatever season and their journey i think is the best whether they live or not and most of the time are <laughs> most of the time our mvps end up dying at the end of the season uh but it's just whenever they were on screen they just owned every fucking scene they were in every scene they were in was interesting and it was just shit went on and on and on and it, it was just great it's kind of been our criteria it's it's been less like Oh, this guy was our favorite this season, right? It was just, it was just like whenever this guy was on screen. So that's why we we, we have a couple of weird ones. But uh, there season, was always something to back it up. It, there's always something to back it up. Season one was Ned Stark. Uh, he was our season one MVP, which it's just he was the main character of season one. He was he was the best. Everything he did, he was a guy who made dumb decisions ultimately, but it, like that was fine. And when he got his head cut off, it is one of the most significant moments in the history of television. Because it was like, holy fuck, they killed the main character. I'm still <laughs> waiting to see how he gets out of it. Yeah, but it was, but it was Sean Bean, so you knew he was going to die. Fair. Fair. Yeah, that was a spoiler. Hey, I heard that he was in a show recently where he only died a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't die in the Martian. I assume, I assume that in any show where he is not dead or does not die, that he was dead the whole time. Like six <laughs> Yeah, if only, if only one character ever thing. talks to him, then he might have been a ghost. <laughs> yeah. uh, season two was Tyrion Lannister. Not even fucking close. Just a absolute runaway. Like that was. I, I will say, and this is uh, something that people? we might pitch now because we've always kind of had Arya as a backup person, and if yeah. not Tyrion in season two, it would have been Arya. Yeah, because the stuff with her and Tywin at Harrenhal. Ty- yeah, and all Tywin. the Jack Tywin. and Hagar stuff. Yeah, Tywin Lannister is was such a fucking phenomenal character throughout this show god um yeah the, the stuff with him and her in a heron hall in season two fucking brilliant but it was it was just everything Tyrion did in season two was just fucking brilliant um season three i am having trouble remembering what went on in season three uh like season three was the red wedding like trying to go back through my notes here to see if i can find um who our season three mvp was i'm blanking on who season three was uh season four was um oberon oberon martell not even close like he he was the like swashbuckler who who 
sidled in. The only guy in the history of this show that actually made you want to live in this world, if you ask me. Like, like it's just like <laughs> you sit there and you, you you know you watch Harry Potter and you're like, boy, it'd be cool to go to fucking uh, Hogwarts. You know, and you watch the Lord of the Rings, and you're like, boy, it'd be cool to go into fucking uh, the Shire. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah, it'd be cool to go to the Shire. You watch Star Wars, and you'd be like, boy, it'd be cool to hang out in you know a bar and hopefully not get my arm cut off. Exactly. And, and, and but like you watch Game of Thrones, and you're like, no, I'm good. I don't need to go to Westeros. I'm pretty good. But like like Oberyn was the first guy who was like, I showed up, and I'm I'm this great warrior, and I'm I'm fucking everything that moves and every word i say is basically a fucking like like quote you can put on a fucking poster and and <laughs> and it was it was i'm just, inspirational poster martel exactly and it was just <laughs> fucking but you know for wah, drunks <laughs> right like it was it was just fucking oh yeah. it, was, it was so good zest like, for life bisexual yeah. icon <laughs> yeah exactly uh season five uh we named stannis baratheon the mvp did yep. not age well. Yeah. Nope. Uh, <laughs> no. So for so to our, for season three, did we name Rob Stark? It I, might have been. I'm trying to. I'm going back through my notes right now. I'm, I'm trying, trying to think to why it. we didn't, but I can't think like of who Rob we or or Tywin. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm, you know what? It might have been Tywin. I don't think it was Tywin Lannister. Um, might have been was Stark. Fuck. I'm really. I'm going back through my notes, but like, it's a fucking like. If anybody ever found this book after I was dead, was was like, season three was Daenerys? Because that was the uh, like liberating the slaves and uh, like burning the the Astapor and stuff like that. That might have been Daenerys. Might have been season six was uh, Cersei. Was Lannister. Cersei? Yeah, yeah. Season six. Hands oh, yeah. down. Season six. Hands was down. Cersei. Se- yeah, season six. Season was six. I remember we close. had like a fo- like a forty minute debate on this show whether it yeah. should be Cersei or Sansa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. And uh, season. Seven, I believe we named Jon Snow the MVP. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm but that sure one Jon was Snow. with an asterisk because we were discussing Arya and yeah. decided not because of the Arya Sansa thing. Upon yeah. rewatch, I think it was a mistake. We should have done Arya. Well, yeah. whatever happened. Well, I'm I'm here to tell you I'm I'm submitting. Well, we're gonna have a. I still think Jon Snow. He came but, back to life and won the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> and that, that's that's why I gotta go with that. But like, I I, I think season eight is unfortunately it's gonna be like fucking a uh, whenever you win a title in a fucking lockout short in season that only includes like forty games. Mm-hmm. So it's like congratulations, you won half a title. Yeah, but congratulations, I, you won, Asterisk. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. I, I've been thinking about this all day, and I, I know yeah. I know who I'm voting for, yeah. and I know who, I know you're going to ask for a series wide oh, MVP. Sorry. I know who I'm voting. Yeah, sorry. Season three was Jamie Lannister. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah right. Sorry, yeah. Season three MVP was Jamie Lannister because like like I hate Jamie that Lannister. Was the heel turn? But that was the that was his season. Like fuck's sake! Like all he got his hand cut off. That was him and fucking. Uh, rescued Brienne. Yeah, him and Gr- Brienne. Brienne. Yeah, he had this. He had all the stuff with him and the Boltons. All the stuff like he had the scene in the tu- in the in the hot tub uh, with uh, Brienne, where he he told the story about you know the wolf. To, like, what right does the wolf have to command the lions? Oh, yeah, Jamie Lannister. Wait, we, we didn't get that one wrong at all, boys. So no, yeah, uh, seems super obvious in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, Ned Stark, Tyrion Lannister, Jamie Lannister, Oberyn Martell, Stannis Baratheon, Cersei Lannister, Jon Snow was season seven, and I am officially casting my vote. Unfortunately, it's she. She's been uh, on the periphery of about four seasons. Is she could have had it in season two? <laughs> she could have had it in season five. 
and she could have had it in season six or sorry season seven but um, uh, unfortunately it's going to be this horrible asterisk laden thing but um i'm casting my vote for Arya stark what say you leap buck i agree that's that's who i had as well and the thing is is okay so so little of you know, like, so little has actually gotten done this season. Like, they've just, like, slapped together a whole bunch of stuff at the end. When you look at the real significant things, all right, she killed the Night King. That is fucking huge when you think about it. Like, she yep. literally slayed the actual largest threat. Existential crisis. Yeah. Like, a fucking hurricane was coming down on oh, the whole world, and she just fucking stabbed it in the face, and then it went away. Which is amazing. And... And at the very end of the show, she saw what was happening and was like, this world has gone fucking insane. Yeah. I'm going to go sail off into the wind. <laughs> I'm going to go to Westworld now. I'm going to go be Arya the pirate. Anybody else want to add? I agree 100%. Uh, for being the person who ended the existential threat, um, did it three episodes too early, in my opinion. But uh, for being the person who did, like, literally save the world. <laughs> um, and then uh, for surviving. And unfortunately, you're right, Matt. It feels like a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely Arya. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I think she earned it in this season, too. It just sucks. Oh, she definitely time. did. But it, it feels like she was it, also it, the it set feels like in a bad season that we had to give it to someone. And I think that she's head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. Yeah. But she it was still wasn't piece. a fantastic overall season for her. Yeah, she was, the, she was the set piece for that amazing, like, well, I know KB didn't like it. But that, that whole, like, running through the streets thing where you see everyone, like, the all of the little people getting murdered. Yeah. All the, the citizens of King's Landing and everything, like seeing that through her lens, I think that's an important thing. Her whole character arc ending with, you know, her essentially maturing past being just a little murder machine, like it yeah. it makes Stuff sense. Stuff her and Gendry, right? Yeah, it was it was her horse disappearing at the start of this episode for no yeah, reason. <laughs> her, her showing up at the start of the episode for no reason. I'm uh, still mad that they didn't reveal that that was Bran just fucking calling her an Uber. Well, that would, <laughs> right, well, that would require Bran to lift a finger, though, man. That motherfucker. Yeah, so like. Yeah, he's too busy being a crow rolling down a hill of yeah, snow. Fuck's sake. So, uh, now, I would like to put in. Mm-hmm. Two other possible candidates. They're probably not as strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Davo Seaworth has mm-hmm. always been yeah. voice of reason. He's not in the middle of everything. Yeah. He's he's got a decent amount of screen time, but No, not for an MVP. Can't for sixth man, maybe. Um Varys mm-hmm. who brought us back to old school Game of Thrones this mm-hmm. season at least. The only semblance of anything we could remember from the old school Game of Thrones was Varys conniving backstabbing, trying to poison Daenerys, which was a pretty crazy move. I enjoyed his culmination and his final scene where he accepted his death and it was like, hope I'm wrong, boys. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, and hashtag versus right. Yeah. So those are the only two other ones I see as being close. Um I mean, you have characters like Braun who showed up for 15 minutes, and uh, basically, it was basically him walking up to the blackjack table and saying, "Hit me," and then double, done. I think. See you later. You know what? I I think a much more significant person to add into it would just be Danny. I mean, she fucking like burnt a city to the ground. 
She yeah, killed Cersei. She killed Jamie. She killed, killed hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Yes. That does not mean, you know, that doesn't mean she wasn't significant, right? Like, yeah, she did a dick thing, but Cersei Lannister won yeah. <laughs> when she blew up this up to Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. So Daenerys' kill count yeah, through that was the, the roof by comparison. That was, Shattered the that was, a, that was a culmination of an entire season of great writing, though. And also a, that was like a, her taking specifically out like the four enemies that she had. Yeah, and it, like the Tyrells and the Grand Maids. Oh, the I'm not Mace saying or, like I'm still voting for Arya. I'm not saying she's above Arya, but I'm saying she's she's up there for contention. Like we should at least acknowledge the facts. I, I, there's only three names I'm willing to consider, and then one that I'll get to, who's the actual MVP in a minute. Uh, but uh, the, the only names I'm wearing, willing to consider, and they're all female. But uh, the yeah, the only names that should be out of your mouth for season eight MVP are Arya Stark, Sansa Stark, or Daenerys Targaryen. Those are the only those are the only ones. And and I think it's Arya for me, and it's it's frankly not even close. And no honorable mention for uh, Brienne of Tarth. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no honorable mention for fucking useless no. Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And she's the only, she's one of the only people who got an end to her character arc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it sucks. She should have died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I figured she would after her character arc had an ending. <laughs> I'm like, you fool, you netted her in the second episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brienne Tarr suddenly died she, from being not useful anymore. She's writing, in the, she's writing in the book, and Podrick comes up behind her. He's like, uh, this is for the Lannisters and slits her throat yeah. <laughs> or something. So I think we are officially declaring Arya Stark our season eight MVP. Uh, so the final yeah, total. I, is, I agree with Arya Stark. Yeah, season one. Like, Rob didn't chime in yet. Oh, there. Sorry, he is. Rob. Yeah. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I was sorry. going to say it's like for the first yeah. couple episodes it was Sansa, mm-hmm. but then after the third episode. Arya had it leaps and bounds ahead of anybody else, and nobody yeah. could catch that. Yeah, like the voting would go uh, like if we had like an actual like like Hall of Fame type ballot, it would be Arya one, Sansa two, Danny three. I think it would have to be, and like the general public wouldn't vote for Danny because they were like, I'm so pissed off about what happened to her character. And yeah, I'd put uh, Danny at a solid two, yeah. but like, I mean, it is definitely those three. One of them. Yeah, I, and I would say that the the only regret that I have is at the end of the show, there are a few people that I think were like. Like in second or third place throughout the entire running of the show, mm-hmm. who never got it, and like people like Sansa who grew in leaps and bounds, and oh, yeah. might get like the lifetime achievement award ten years yeah. from now. There <laughs> were a ton of bridesmaids, never a bride type scenarios Correct, going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, but well, that's yeah. what happens when you have fucking like seventy five characters in a show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. And you, if you only name one MVP, then I totally understand it. But I mean, like, well, if we were doing a full ultimately, day, if I want to yeah. have a beer with any of one of these characters, it's probably going to be Davos, you know? Yeah, yeah like they're torment like, for sure. Yeah, if we, <laughs> yeah, get some of that milk. <laughs> yeah, because like if we were doing you know lifetime achievement award, would obviously be Sansa because you think about how much everybody hated her character in the first like three seasons of the show and stuff like that, and like yeah, so like the lifetime well, achievement award would like go to her, and there'd be like you know Davos Seaworth would be like the ultimate six man of the year sort of a thing right and, yeah yeah or, or, or the one who came yeah. from nothing and i mean like same yeah. with gray worm who basically started as a slave and now owns the largest army in the world <laughs> exactly like, like yeah like gm leads here, he right? doesn't yeah. own oh correct yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> god um i mean the actual mvp of season eight is is fucking george rr R. martin <laughs> like like he like nobody nobody gained more by the existence of season eight 
than than George R. R. Martin because because now like it's just like everybody's sitting there pleading, please finish the books, give us the real ending, <laughs> right? Give us the real ending because this is not the real ending, and people are just waiting for him. And and George R. R. can basically be like, well, 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 come crawling back to old R. R. A. You know, left me for your fancy moving pictures, right? <laughs> like, uh, you know what? So I talk a lot of shit. That's got to be a ton of pressure. Yeah. To to write it, but don't write the same as the show, but also make it better than the show because the expectations are so high. Now. Yeah. No, you have to. You like he's under an enormous amount of pressure, and he, that's why I think it's probably never going to get done. Because yeah. can you imagine just sitting there and being like, "What am I going to do today? Am I going to work on the thing that no matter what happens, people are probably going to shit on? I'll make an ass load of money." But it will like cause an enormous amount of stress. Or can yeah. I just fuck off and be a producer on this other show? Although, so my actual like, if you're going for like behind the scenes MVPs for the season, it has to be. And I don't know how to pronounce his name properly, but Ramin uh, Jawadi, yeah, who does the music, one hundred percent. Yeah, fucking fully support that. it. Yeah. All eight episodes, eight mm-hmm. for eight, just. Like everything that he did, incredible, mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, the only the only thing that that was consistently awesome throughout uh, uh, season season eight for 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 sure. Yeah. Well, it was well, that cin- cinemat- cinematography and music. So yeah. Jonathan Freeman and uh, Ramin Djawadi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The two of them fucking crushed it, like one hundred percent. Yeah. Ha. <sighs> Yeah, and I do hope they win all the awards and every accolade. And yeah. Sophie Turner for I think being the only one to turn this into a career. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mary I, Jonas. <laughs> I I think that she, or sorry, I think that or, or I would I would say the pressure's actually off him a little bit, Miller, like or uh, Lee Pock, because the pressure was like on him to get the books done, and now it's like I I feel like people are are more like. Okay, okay, you just take your time. Just get like get it done. But but take as much time as you need because I want a real ending to this book. And if he writes something that's even a a a fraction better than than what we got to end the the TV show, uh, everybody's gonna declare that that's the real ending. That's the real ending, not that fucking well, ending yeah. of the television I show. I guarantee right? you my boy Doran Martell's still alive. You don't even remember him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That would be my best thing ever. Was at the beginning of what was it, season six, when when Miller picked. Uh, oh, that, so that's fucking the, angry! That's oh my the highlight. God. That's the highlight of this entire run of us calling Game of Thrones. Was was you picking uh, Doran Martell as your MVP? Oh yeah. Your He's gonna be the MVP of season six. And he he dies during the opening credits, basically. Yeah, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't live through the first scene he was in. <laughs> oh god, guys, listen. If there if there was no podcast associated with Game of Thrones. Like if I wasn't on this show, yeah. that would have been it for me. Yeah, that would have been it. I've I'm, I've been checked out for two and a half seasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my I, pick. I, I, I think my this, pick like, for after that. After the finale of Game of Thrones is this is I think the most I have ever watched a show that I could not recommend to somebody. Well, you can recommend Game of Thrones to, to some. I don't people. know that I can. No. Yes, you can. Don't let this shoddy like. Uh, 
is season eight ruin the rest of the journey? Listen, this was a great journey. I'm not journey letting season six, seven, and eight ruin it for me. <laughs> season wait, season six and seven are good. Those are not those are not ruining things. Let's not let's not act as if. But yeah. like, hey, six six is very very good very, upon the rewatch. It actually holds together really well. Just ignore all the dorm shit. It's garbage. Season seven, it suffers from teleporting, and it's kind of a mess. But upon rewatching, it's still actually fairly decent. Very good, yeah. I think season eight is going to be okay when you watch it. Definitely the worst one. But you have some fantastic stuff and some, like, flaming piles of garbage. Like the last 45 minutes of the show. Yeah, it's hard like to you say, but I mean, like, like I haven't rewatched a lot since. Like, I, I remember obsessively watching and rewatching seasons one and one and two. Yeah, because for right. a while that was all I had. The highlight um, stuff. So, but I mean, like, those were just excellent from top to bottom, as far as I can recall. I mean, I don't yeah. remember a lot of stuff no. that felt like filler or like shitty moments that I can recall really. Fantastic. Um, so it, it's hard. Um, whereas I haven't rewatched it since. And I think it's because I felt personally hurt by some of the decisions. And also I'll admit it feels personal um, as someone who has sunk in a lot of time. And I hate to be one of those guys who's, you know, released the Snyder cut. I, you know, yeah, as a fan, yeah. I'm upset. I don't want to be a comic book guy here, but um I don't know. It's uh, but we're allowed this episode. So yeah, this episode. Right. Go on, like be comic book guy. This is a one episode only. Okay, then then here's what I'll fly. say. Here's what yeah. I'll say. If we're now going into this the way we would review like a season of uh, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones or mm-hmm. or a Marvel Netflix show or a Marvel movie even, mm-hmm. like let's come at this now after four years of this podcast and say, mm-hmm. all right, Game of Thrones. What's your mark? <laughs> What's your grade for the entirety of the Game of Thrones television show? Uh, the entire se- eight seasons? Uh, mine would be A minus. I, I, a minus. And then I, I and, and if you ask me to recommend stuff to people, recommend Game of Thrones to people, like if someone who's been like, you know, four years down the line, someone's like, you know, I, I, I'm, I got some youngster in my employment who's like, you know, I never watched Game of Thrones, you know, who was 12 when all this happened, and now they're like 16, 17, 18, or whatever, and they're like, you know, I never watched that, I'd be like, I will 100% recommend it, I'll be like, you should absolutely fucking watch Game of Thrones, fair warning, the ending sucks, is what I will tell them, that'll be it, I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, it is, well, like, the journey is fucking excellent, the ending does kind of suck, but like, we can- I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell them that the ending sucks, though, yeah. I would just, I, I would, I, I recommend I would, it, let them watch it, and then let when they're done, you know, see is like, you know, what'd you think? And like, how did you feel about the ending? Yeah. yeah. Because I, mean, I would just, I just tell them the ending sucks and we can have, like, if you guys want to have the conversation of, of all time television shows with disappointing end- endings, we can fucking have that conversation because yeah. Game see, of here's the thing. Okay. List now, uh, you know what? I, I actually, I don't know if it's that bad. Like, okay. It's bad. The reason why it's so bad is because the rest of it is so good. Yeah. Um, if like, if I was going to recommend someone, I'd say, you know, watch it and just, just watch it. If I was going to, like, someone was like, ooh, I really want to watch a really good show about a serial killer, I'd be like, watch Dexter. Don't fucking finish it. Because yeah. ending is a, <laughs> yeah. like, that, now that is driving a into the hur- ending. Driving into the hurricane or whatever the fuck yeah, it was. He yeah. fucking gets on a boat with his yeah. dead sister and fucking rides into the hurricane, abandons yeah. his son, who's been his, like, Full motivation for most of the series of like why he keeps doing things with a known serial killer, and then he just flees to Canada to be a lumberjack. Yeah, so bad. Now uh, that 
is a bad ending. Seinfeld is is one that everybody shit on in real time, but I gotta tell you, it it has aged so well. I think. Yeah, it has. It has I, really aged well. I, I remember it watching moment. it, and I don't remember people shitting on it. Oh, oh. everybody! Oh, everybody! Oh yeah! No, it was it was oh. a big deal. <laughs> it was a big deal because like it, obviously it was the most popular television show. It was Game of Thrones of 1998, right? Like it was. Yeah, like, you, but you they ended as like Seinfeld we're on a high note. Like we'll, we'll just end it here. Well, they ended just, basically as a clip show. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because yeah. like the fir- basically because they did an hour long special, right? And then the first half hour was them was an actual episode of Seinfeld, and then the last half hour was kind of a clip show. But it, when you rewatch it, it's a fucking great clip show because they brought everybody back to testify against you know these horrible people, and then I think everybody was just kind of like. What? The entire cast of Seinfeld ended up in jail in the last episode? What the fuck was that? I think that can like just confused a lot of people because it was like fucking 1998 and uh, yeah, that's you know. funny because when I remember when that happened, I was like, yeah, all right, they're yeah. dicks. Now yeah, they're yeah. in jail. I, I like... thought it was funny as hell. And then there was the scene of Jerry doing stand up in the fucking prison, and he's like, "What are you in for? Murder one? Ooh, right? He goes, what are you in for?" And he goes, "Grand theft. Don't steal any of my jokes, right? Hey, be here yeah, later. Yeah. See you in the and lunch like, line." He's in, he's in holding with George, and he's criticizing his cardigan, which is the same conversation back, yeah. he had in the first episode. From, exactly. And the one guy's like, "I'll see you in the shower." Exactly, he's like, "Oh yeah. no." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the conversation about the button, right? Like the, how the second button makes or breaks the shower. Yeah. The second whatever, button's right? too high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it was so it, it was great. Like that the Seinfeld one is is one uh people were wrong about that in in 98 or 99 whenever that happened. People were absolutely wrong that that was a bad uh that that was a bad finale. Um yeah. so so I mean in terms of like letter grades, I think that yeah. I would give all of Game of Thrones prob like all together, I would give it maybe like a B plus. Uh, I, think if I, was, I think that's disrespectful. That's just if, like you're if, entitled to your opinion. I personally think that's that's a bit if, shocking. If I was recommending it to someone, and yeah. this is the situation okay, Miller, I find myself in Miller, now, what's yeah. what's what's better than Game of Thrones? Give me a couple a couple shows that you would rate A minus A. Yeah. I mean, like Breaking Bad is the first thing that comes to my head. Oh, well, let's, the Office, let, let's Park Miller edition. Yeah. The Office, the Office. Are you oh kidding my God, me? No, oh, Frasier. Frasier. Okay. I, I'm not sure how it got. Le- I, I didn't watch all of Frasier, so I'm not sure uh, how, how it. Uh, uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, I mean those uh, are bad. The well, Office, I, 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 the, the Office, I, I'm not necessarily. I don't uh, like. What I want to say is that if I was recommending it some to someone, conversation I have myself, mm-hmm. find myself having now, because Jenny's watched like the last. Mike just dropped. Um, I'm gonna say that, uh, I, I, like, I'm gonna say that the uh, the Office is not even the greatest sitcom that we discussed on this show. I still think Seinfeld is better than The Office. Now, The Office is great. I really like the first four seasons of The Office, but uh, I, I'm, I would have to push back on the on The Office being better than Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, although, that's said, that's also like let's compare Lobster and Skittles. Those are the same in my eyes, right? Like it's just <laughs> like there's there's no uh, I don't think there's really any comparing those. Like you got to go into if you're talking about Game of Thrones, you got to be going into like some of the dramas. So you got to be talking like. I think Breaking Bad, The Wire, Sopranos, etc. Sopranos, which also had a, a trash ending, right? Like, just absolutely trash ending. Breaking Bad kind of did the same thing Game of Thrones did, where it was like they should have ended. 
like if they if they ended like one season earlier, it would have been called the greatest television show no, of no, all no. time. I, I will not have you besmirching the Breaking Breaking Bad ending. Breaking Bad, the, it wasn't bad. The, no, no, no. Just no. The, the second last episode was... of Breaking Bad is hmm. possibly the greatest. Is one of my favorite mm-hmm. episodes of TV ever. Uh, try and uh, just refresh my memory as to what uh, the <laughs> so the second last episode of Ozymandias. Sorry. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. That's so good. that is the one where Mike, the he gets fucking killed. Yeah. And then at the end, you have this incredible acting moment from um, where he's um, uh, he calls up. I can't remember any of the characters or actors' names right now. Anyway, so uh, he's on the phone and basically, uh, you know, telling his wife that, you know, yeah. it was all it was all me, book, right? Yeah, he's like, he how dare book, you? Right? Yeah, yeah. Where he's he's like saying, like, you know, you know, you, never you, know you didn't do anything of this. You were always useless. You yeah. never did anything. You weren't involved at all. Yeah. And it, but then you see his face, and he's just so broken and like bawling basically because he's so sad. Yeah. And it's just oh, so good. Yeah, Do not persist in Breaking Bad. It no, so- but like, like the final, the final episode was kind of weird because it was like it all hinged in like a trunk gun. That was, which was kind of like I was like, all right, trunk gun. Uh, and uh, some of it was good though. And I was, I was, I, I would say, two of the characters that I've wanted to see die in the history of television uh, occurred in Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. And both got really kind of unsatisfying deaths for me, as far as Matt Pierce is concerned. One is Cersei Lannister, obviously. Like, I wanted to see the life... I wanted to see... I wanted the prophecy of Jamie kills her and chokes her, and we watched the life leave her body. And, and we could have had it both. It could have been Arya as Jamie. Stop it. Stop it, Rob. Let it go. Come on. You're better than this. You're better than this. Am I, though? Oh, so bad. And yeah, then, he's gonna uh, keep leading into that. He's like, maybe it was Arya all the yeah. time, and she snuck out, and then she put Jamie back. <laughs> yeah. and then I, I hated Lydia from Breaking Bad about as much as I've hated a character because she showed up in like the final two seasons, and it was like, who the fuck is this, and why is she a player all of a sudden? And she's so like annoying and fidgety and stuff, and I was like, God, I can't wait till she dies. And then it was kind of cool that he like poisoned her, but we never actually got to watch her die. But there was the funny thing where he, he was on the phone with her, and he's like. I put the rice in your in that stevia shit you keep drinking, and then he just goes goodbye, Liddy, and like snap and did the thing where he like hangs up and like snaps the burner phone and throws it over his shoulder, and it was like cool. But I still like wanted to watch the life leave her body too, right? And it was just like <laughs> it's just like uh, I guess that's cool, and she probably suffered too. Is what is what like I I keep telling myself, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of really good television. It, it seems to be a a, a theme. That the greatest television shows we mention just have these trash endings for whatever reason. It's like I've never watched The Wire. People stand for The Wire though, but I guess like you haven't. Okay, no, I have. I've been you saving need to it watch like a. Fi- I've been saving it like a fine wine. There's like one. There's one day where I'm gonna like I'll be like, you know what? It's time for Matt Pierce to crush the fucking wire, and I'm and I'm gonna do it. Yeah, um, the although, wire. The wire is up there. Like I'd yeah. say of like the great uh, like drama shows that I've seen. There's like Sopranos. Yeah. You know, cutting out the ending. There's uh, Game of Thrones. There's Breaking Bad, and then there's the first four seasons of The Wire are like yeah. ten out of ten. Yeah, uh, Oz is another HBO one that was pretty fantastic uh, all the way through, and then the last season and the ending was kind of 
silly and not great because they did the and thing it, where it was like, we're not getting a season seven. All right, so <laughs> let's write that finale episode. They write, they basically <laughs> wrote the finale where they're like, well, okay, we got to do this, 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 and this, and all of these people have to die, and we kind of do it in this convoluted way. But when it happens, you're like, you know, these guys needed to die, but the way they died was kind of silly in in Oz. But it, at the same time, you were like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, and even looking back at Dexter, like the first four seasons of Dexter yeah. are a fucking masterpiece. If they'd ended the se- the series there. We would be seriously talking about that as, as you know, among these shows. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. I like I like having this conversation. I, I kind of like that Game of Thrones has sparked the who had the worst. It, like Sopranos was bad too, though. The 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 complete fade to black where you where you, you weren't even sure sure that the episode was actually over. Like in real time, everybody was like, I think my cable just cut out and I missed the ending. <laughs> right? Like, fuck's sake. Um, yeah, it it was quite hilarious um god anybody anybody have anything to add any anything to <laughs> we talk about aria did i miss our talk about aria well we we, named her, the, we named her the mvp and no no uh, i mean she's like that she's how she's, how she's aria now <laughs> she's aria because she's a pirate um yeah I, I mean uh we lost miller so we, we uh um we seem to have lost Miller. We dropped him, and we were having trouble getting him back. But uh, whatever. Yeah, what it was That's so wrong that we oh, bumped speak. him off. Oh, are you speak back of the devil. devil. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, you back there. Hello. Oh, oh god! Now I can see stuff. Yeah. Oh, now <laughs> Turn your video off. Yeah. I was, I was interesting to see Kev if if you're back with us now. <laughs> Uh, before we get out of here, I'm, I'm interested to see how you spin the web of the o- the Office was better than Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily can. I just think that I would. <laughs> he's taking his 15 minutes off, and he's like, "I'm wrong. Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong. I just think that maybe uh, that's not one that I would necessarily stand behind as a paragon. <laughs> that's yeah. the first we... thing you said, though. We understand. You gave yourself a time. It's the most recent thing I've done anyway. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine though. Like, I mean, The Office is great. I, I didn't watch the back half, uh, the back few seasons, and I thought it got a little convoluted. It goes like, off the, the rails for sure, but yeah. in a way that I found entertaining. The first four of seasons of that show are, are pretty fucking. Yeah, it took me a solid year to watch the last season of it, and it was yeah. on Netflix. And I'll turn on the episode, watch it for forty-five seconds, and go, Ugh, and just turn it off. <laughs> Parks and Rec had a great ending, and they did a weird time skippy thing that Game, Thro- Game of Thrones kind of did. So yeah, time skippy thing in which they mentioned Game of Thrones, which yeah. I posted on my Facebook today. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it it it. So it's you know it's uh, it's kind kind of interesting that one. But again, like comparing like we we talked about Seinfeld earlier, but like comparing the the hour long dramas to the to the twenty two minute sitcoms. You know, it's, it's, Although I was saying, and I don't know that it came across on the podcast, and I'm not sure if we're still recording at this moment, having just come back. No, we definitely are. Okay, uh, what I would say is that uh, while I do like Game of Thrones, I feel like if I was recommending it to someone, uh, it would be with the idea that, like, definitely watch it. Uh, I will even watch seasons one and two with you. But if you're not fully involved at that point, like if you're not itching for season three, then I would, you know, then maybe you're fine. That's a good, that, that's, that's probably a good way to put it. 
But I mean, I can't and, imagine. And when I say like you know a B plus, I mean that's like one scotch below what you would recommend. It. Don't call me disrespectful for saying that. Yeah, well, no, I just I mean disrespectful might have been a little bit harsh, but I I might have be, been speaking harshfully, but truthfully, much like Lady Mormont. But I I don't see how you can't give this show no. just based on everything that we know, the set pieces, the acting. The writing for the first seven seasons, just the the music, as 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 Mike brought up earlier, everything was so fucking top notch. It's the last show that the entire world is gonna watch when it comes on. Not yeah, get I, I, to I, it I, later. Not uh, you know, oh, we're gonna drop the entire season on Netflix or Disney can, Plus yeah. or whatever. This is this is the last time this will happen. I truly believe that. No, no, and I'm not dismissing it as a cultural moment at all. Um. I just think that for every you know great battle scene, there is an unnecessary rape scene. You know, that's all. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I have to say more. No, no, no. Yeah, it's it's you're not incorrect there. That's for sure. Um, no, you know, ninety minute unnecessary rape scenes. So don't get me wrong. Like in terms of you know waiting and volume, mm-hmm. you're right. But I mean, for some people, one is enough. <laughs> and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disregard that. Yeah. Um, is there anything that anybody else wants to say about season eight Game of Thrones or the final episode Iron Throne, the Iron so, Throne? Before we so get you here? brought up uh, some time skips and mm-hmm. it jogged my memory since I didn't actually write notes for this. Um, after John kills Danny, yeah, and then there's the quote unquote trial. Did winter end? I don't think so. I think that someone because, that it had been roots. Because... No, they just kind of forgot that winter was there. Because yeah. did it not start snowing in King's Landing? No, no it was, maybe it was just... Not snow, it was ash. It was, yeah, it was I'm, talking, ash. I'm talking about when Jamie left King's Landing. Yeah, no, it I definitely guess. started snowing. It was... So, now maybe that was just... Okay, it snowed. Then it warmed. It, we're in Canada. We know what it's like to have fucking drastic weather swings. Maybe true. that's all it was. <laughs> that's true. But uh, uh, no, I'm I'm fairly certain that was supposed to be ash. That was fucking oh, yeah, down yeah. from yeah. having them horribly fucking. Burned no, that, that was just another thing that was bad about this season. Is it is one of the massive loose ends that just didn't come together. Mm-hmm. Like so many things were. Um, you know, pumped up to be, this is going to be a significant thing later. Like, mm-hmm. uh, um, Arya becoming a faceless man never yeah. really went anywhere. She used it once. And, yeah, yeah, she used it once. And then, you know, there's the, you know, like the Bran threat of the Night King ever. just kind of yeah. goes together. Bran becoming a Thread Raven didn't really go anywhere. And guess Danny what? Winter dragons. is coming. Yeah. Winter never came. Winter yeah, yeah. was hinted at, and then just kind of, I guess, yeah. Unless yeah. they were just Which loosely going with Winter sucks. being the Night King. Yeah. yeah. Unless that was the Winter they were talking about. Yeah. Well, which is not a thing though, because they. I know. Because winter, nobody believed no about them. Nobody believed in the uh, the White Walkers and the Night King and all that shit. So. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing, and this might be recency bias, and here's where we can kind of compare where Bran was useful or not. Um, but oh, compare, compare Bran in this show, where there's a hundred main characters, to Doctor Strange in Endgame. Yeah, yeah it was... Uh... They know what's coming. They're, they're being kind of coy about it, because, you know, we can't change the uh, events that are to come, etc., etc. But... 
it's a lot less smug, and I mean, I think Stephen Strange is supposed to be that character, honestly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I, I truly believe, based on the, the events that took place in the this final season, I think Brandon Stark is going to go down as one of the most hated characters in the history of television. Like, like we're like we're going to be reading like Watch Mojo and other dumb websites that all their thing is we do top ten lists of stuff that doesn't fucking matter. Uh, is going to uh, the, you know they're eventually going to do a list where it's like you know top ten most hated television characters of all time, and on that list I think going forward is going to be. Um, Brandon Stark. And I about, don't even yeah. think he he deserves that. Like, it's yeah. not even that he deserves to be hated yeah. because he hasn't done anything to deserve to be hated because he hasn't done anything. Done he anything. just kind of Brandon, shows up. No, yeah, and that's why. Like, like, my, my, but, my, favorite, my favorite comment I read yeah. about this was um, the. it turns out the Game of Thrones is actually a game of musical chairs and it turns out the one person who can win is the guy who doesn't stand up. Yeah, exactly. Like, or, or that or that Bran is that guy that yeah. like that kid in the group project who doesn't actually do anything, and yeah, yet he and still gets an A. Still gets an A. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, along those lines, uh, my brother messaged me yesterday about it. One that he uh, saw was uh, chaos isn't a ladder; it's a ramp. But I mean, yeah, like the, the Watch Mojo thing is going to exp- like the Watch Watch Mojo and sites like that. They're going to be like, you know, and you know, the number third most hated television character of all time, Brandon Stark. And then they're going to start with like, while most viewers enjoyed Brandon Stark during the first four seasons of the show, it's a you know, it's at that point that like he takes a pivotal turn. He wasn't even in season five or whatever. And then when he returned in season six, they boasted all of this nonsense where he would be the three eyed Raven and would stop winter for coming and would warg into things and do awesome shit. And then he never did at any point ever or explained why he did any of it. And then he wound up as the King at the end. And it See, was like, what? I, I would argue. It's like, did anybody like him in the early seasons? Because I would say it's like, nobody would have cared. Well, no, there, this, there this was, was the mood stuff. I had reading the books. Yeah. Like, well, no, oh, all right. The books, they're so, like, oh, cool. A Tyrion chapter. Some interesting stuff's going to happen. Oh, cool. A uh, Daenerys chapter. There's going to be something about the slavers and the dragons. Rad. And then you're like, oh, Bran chapter. He's going to sit there while, uh, you know, Hodor and Theon do interesting stuff. Yeah. But that was the thing, right, though, that, like, you know, there was good stuff with Bran uh, walking around in the first three seasons. Because, you know, he was hanging out with Hodor, and then there was Jojen and Mira who showed up, and they were like, Bran, you have to go do awesome stuff. And Well, uh, and, and even having him as the counterpoint Bran. to Theon yeah. in Winterfell was characters. interesting. <laughs> no, but it was yes, at the time. Exactly. At, at the time, we thought that would build to something, is the thing. Because they yeah. were doing all this cryptic shit, and then they got Bran to the north finally for or to the part of the north so he could touch that tree and become the three-eyed raven and could go back and i like don't sleep on how awesome it was when he was going back in time and we were filling in all of these plot points and and you know they're like here's what happened to hodor and here's what happened and here's r plus l equals j and here's the 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 cool scene at the what is it the tower of joy or whatever where young ned stark is fighting that guy with the two swords who was kicking the shit out of him and then got stabbed in the back like that was a great scene yeah all that stuff was cool but it was it was it was one of those for every like oh we're gonna learn about the force of the 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 children of the forest do they ever matter no no exactly (laughs) which was nothing right yeah yeah, the the friggin' uh, and I mean, oh, you know, stay tuned for the prequel series coming in twenty twenty one. Like, who yeah. gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, like I'm I'm not in for like I don't want prequel. If you're gonna do stuff in the Game of Thrones universe, I don't want prequels. I want uh, this is this is the Joker content. movie. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> the Joker movie might actually be good, though, man. <laughs> like that, tra- that trailer. I mean, don't you get know, me like, wrong. I just didn't yeah. ask for it. I, I, I it looks interesting. I just didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, that that trailer, at least, and again, you know, bringing up the Medellin corollary on this podcast, you can be fooled by a trailer, but uh, that was a really good trailer, and it looks like uh, Joaquin Phoenix is is fully committed to that role right it's just and him just doing the sad clown joker that i'm more amped for that than i than i am for game of thrones uh fucking spinoffs i can tell you that yep uh boys this is it this is, <laughs> this is it this is all we got for game of thrones now do do we I, name a series mvp series mvp series mvp great question i'll i'll i'll, I'll, I'll throw a name out there <laughs> I don't think like like we're already at an hour thirty uh, series MVP. That's going to be another half hour conversation. I like if we want to come back and do a redux and actually get into this. Yeah, uh, we, we can certainly do that on another podcast if we want to put an actual half capper on. So I, I'd rather save that for a different podcast because like hey, just, we got one more game with those come podcasts everyone. Yeah, like, just we got the, top, the victory lap. Yeah, because at the top, the top <laughs> of my head, off the top of my head, I'm like, well, who the fuck do you argue for? Sansa Stark, he's got a serious case. Arya Stark's got a serious case. Daenerys Targaryen's got a ridiculous case. Cersei Lannister's got a ridiculous case. Tyrion's got a ridiculous case. Tyrion's got a ridiculous case, but it falls apart in the end. Uh, I don't know. Man, he's a prisoner and makes the king. Out of becomes hand. That's yeah. pretty good. Like, yeah, it's it's. I, I got it's, two uh, people in my mind. Yeah, I got like nine. So yeah, I've got. Why yeah. would need to think on it? Yeah, we would. We would, so we'll 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 keep that in uh in the, our back pockets for a rainy day when when maybe I am like, boy, I don't have anything planned for this week. Let's do the Game of Thrones series. Yeah, when it's like right? next like, February, and nothing is happening. Yeah, exactly. We, we, <laughs> We can put that in our pockets. Yeah. It's nine months from now. If you had it, to, in two if, weeks. I'll let you do this though, Leepock. If you had to say it right now, who would it be? Uh, you know, we're not going to get into anybody else. So I'm just going to because it was Leepock's idea, and I like it. So I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to name who you think is the series MVP right now. No detail. Just, just give me the name. Tyrion. Ter- Tyrion Lannister. I'm uh, at. Yeah. I, I don't. Uh, I like. I could make arguments for other people, but he he would certainly be on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, this is sad. This is sad. I'm I'm gonna miss Game of Thrones. I truly am. Even though season eight was was uh a season sloppy? eight wasn't that great. Yeah, sloppy is the word. I sloppy I think is a good word. For season eight. I think rushed rushed is the hmm. word that I've read the most and that I agree with the most. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's not that it's bad. It's just yeah. that they skipped over a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. so many things are so good. Like the actors really brought their A game. So. So many performances were really, really quite actually strong. Uh, Tyrion's stuff, uh, Peter Dinklage did an amazing job with his character, even though he was taking stupid pills the entire time. Not his yeah. fault. Yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage, Emilia Clark, just fucking A plus from beginning yeah. to end. Uh, that last final scene where she's bringing uh, forth that uh, you know the, the childlike side, wonder, right? yeah, yeah, the childlike wonder of this is what our beautiful world is going to be yeah. as literally ashes are falling around her. Like it's mm-hmm. it, it awesome, really, really good, and the music, cinematography, a plus. But the thing is, it was just missing episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that's it, that's all it was it was they should have had they they it, it, they should have had probably nine ten episode seasons uh, or they basically should have just kept it with it, ten yeah it should have been it should have been ten but like there i also think there should have been a ninth season though i think i think uh i think seven and eight should have been ten episodes which gets us what 
uh, seven more hours, and then I think there should have been a ninth season that was also ten episodes. Um, so I think we're missing 17 hours of Game of Thrones to to honestly have made this the greatest television show of all time. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, for various uh, political and economical reasons, uh, and you'll never be able to convince me otherwise, uh, we we didn't get that. But what are you going to do? That's that's the nature of the business, uh, the beast, right? Yeah. Um, the the one thing that I I've been thinking since I watched the episode is just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the best way of looking at it. And we don't need to start any pathetic internet petitions to redo season eight. We don't do any. We don't need any of that crap. Hashtag petition, you fucking yeah. losers. Exactly. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's the like, let's harass uh, the girl who played fucking Rose or whatever in the Last Jedi until she quits Twitter and then start a uh, start a campaign to 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 strike fucking the Last Jedi from the record. Yeah, let's uh, drive Leslie Jones into hiding because we don't yeah. like women Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the hashtag release the Snyder cut. It's the pathetic, like it's just it's all it's it's the lowest you can go in terms of toxic fandom. I think is is the internet petition to get rid of something I didn't like it, it or the release the Snyder cut. It's 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 the lowest and most pathetic you can go. And, <laughs> Get a fucking life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people went to it for this one, and it's like, yeah, it's it was bad. Well, yeah, like thanks to everybody involved in in Game of Thrones. Thanks to all the actors and actresses, as, as Leapock said, like Amelia Clark, fucking, you know, uh, the Pete Dink, Pete Dinklage, fucking uh, Kid Harrington. Uh, Kid like... Harrington. I'm, I'm I'm all choked up now. I'm I'm just forgetting names. Kid, like the the whole damn cast. Everyone involved in the music. The, everyone okay, fucking... that CGI dragon of Drogon nudging his mom back to life, yeah. just like the Lion King. Ugh. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, that was a good moment. Like, yeah, and it just like the cinematographers, everyone involved, <laughs> the people who 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 picked the sets, the people who built the sets. Fucking it, like it was like it was all glorious. The people who did the music, the people who did the lighting, except for that one episode, all deserve a all deserve a <laughs> great credit. It, it was just fucking incredible experience. The entire way through, even even season eight, even weird season eight, it's just so. It, it was just so much fun. It, it, like it, it was a great show. Like I said, last show we've ever watched on uh, that that will ever like. I truly believe it is the last show that will ever be watched as a you know like appointment viewing. Yeah, point where it'll be the last television show ever that is appointment viewing. <laughs> you watch it when it's on, and then talk about it the next day at the fucking water cooler. It is like so just everybody Benny Hoff and Weiss for bringing it George R. R. Martin for writing it in the first place just everybody and thanks to all you guys coming on this podcast to talk with talk with me about you know our Game of Thrones theories and what what and and like just to guess and speculate and review and talk about and it was it was I had so much fun Complain. doing Game of Thrones complain sometimes uh sorry I gotta get in the proper uh context with the mount or with the the hound uh yeah. winch we were whinging. Whinging a little bit, yeah. yeah. Come over here and just... just You're whinging. Yeah, You're whinging. But I'm just on. talking about what was bad. That's whinging. Yeah, yeah to complain. Yeah, to come on here and, and whinge about, why isn't Arya going to do the face thing again? I'm just one more time. Please, please. Hey, I, I, I don't deny it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Rob, you weren't even close to the only person wondering... Uh, is she going to use that, that uh, faceless power that she has? Uh, Every person that died, everybody. in my mind, I was like, 
All right, now how can Arya use that face? Exactly. <laughs> You're like fucking Andy from Parks and Rec. <laughs> He's like, he guesses that the end of the movie is they were dead the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we watch Ratatouille. Yeah. Face off, man. <laughs> Arya, I'm going to take his face off. off. Like, I'm going to kill Cersei, and I'm going to take her face off. The eyes, the nose, everything. It's coming off. <laughs> and then I'm going to wear it. <laughs> no more drugs for that girl. <laughs> like, I just God. imagine, can you imagine like trying to justify that scene though, where she actually walks in during the fucking apocalypse and stabs someone that she yeah. like kills, you know, um, Kyburn or whatever, drags him to a closet and is frantically like sawing his face off while the world is falling around. It's like, yeah. oh, man, I got to get this done real quick. Oh jeez! Oh god! She's got like his face on, but it's it's like fucking uh, si- Silence of the Lambs, right? <laughs> it's more like that as opposed to like intricate. Like, Hello, Cersei. Yeah, it's just like, Kyburn. Doing yeah. a weird dance, like Hello, Cersei. I'm yeah. Kyburn. She's like, No, you're not. You're clearly a small girl wearing a wearing a man's face. face. I'm into it. <laughs> the dragons will cry no more. <laughs> Man, I think I can think of no better way to put a capper on a Game of Thrones podcast. Ah, uh, uh, and so our watch has ended. Yeah, our our so our pod has ended, but uh, only Game of Thrones wise, as as far as we're concerned. Uh, crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe and leave a review. Uh, even if you want to. Uh, like say it was really shitty just uh give it five stars and then uh say how shitty it was uh and as always please download but you don't have to listen to the crossover podcast um we will be back next week with something i don't know what (laughs) maybe we won't maybe i'll take a week off after uh after game of thrones is is up but uh do do some decompressing yeah just decompress gear down shift back to neutral as far as the podcast goes and then uh we'll we'll think about some things on the dock somewhere (laughs) yeah exactly uh see just do the thousand yard stare off in the distance right just uh hello uh, darkness my old friend (laughs) yeah we'll we'll figure something out maybe maybe i'll have craig come back on because uh we we now know what the stanley cup finals matchup is uh because as we were talking the blues just eliminated the sharks thank god i I don't think i could have uh stood to see the sharks fucking uh win with their fight the way they they had to win two game sevens basically with earl hebner refereeing fuck's sake um yeah so yeah maybe we'll get craig to come on talk a little sports next week because it's been a while since we talked sports this podcast we might know who the nba and nhl finals are by the time this happens so yeah maybe craig comes on talks a little um to, uh, and talks a little uh, sports. sports with me, but uh, yeah. Also, maybe not. I'm <laughs> maybe I take the week off. <laughs> so uh, there's that. Uh, Miller, KB, Rob, fucking Miller, and who else came in? Bill. <laughs> what you said, Bill? Miller twice. Did I? Oh, take that. <laughs> who else did we miss? He thinks uh, that me, little of you. Dick? Yeah, who else? Oh, uh, my face for lap. Yes, Lee, Say Lee the words. And, and, and it's Liz. my fucking birthday. You can't yeah. cut me out. <laughs> I know. I was getting to the birthday. You, but you ruined it with this little uh, it's my party and I'll whine if I want to outburst that you're having right what? now. <laughs> Go on. Keep your whinging. I feel you great. You wasn't even here for ten minutes. I'll yeah. whinge if I want to. Yeah, my party I mean, now. Yeah, now it's my birthday. 
Bill Needles. He did provide uh, us with the worst hot take of the episode, though. Yeah, <laughs> Bill, Bill Needles, obviously, had come on a bunch of times. Your your lovely wife, Lee Puck, uh, Liz, uh, came on to talk Game of Thrones a few times. Adam Bolesky came on a couple times to talk. I think that's everybody as far as uh, Game of Thrones talk. And, uh, yeah, uh, happy birthday, Lee Puck. Forgot to uh, mention that earlier, but I'm mentioning Woo! it right now. Happy birthday to you, good sir. Um, happy name day. Yeah, happy, yes, happy name day to you in, in the Game of Thrones tradition. Excellent poll by you, Rob. Um That'll be it. Uh, thanks to everybody involved in Game of Thrones. Thanks to you guys. Gonna miss doing these. I really am. I'm sure we'll come back and do the prequel. I'm sure after we cool off from this season eight, I'm sure we'll come back and do the Game of Thrones uh, uh, prequels and whatnot. But until then, uh, take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. <laughs>